0: Welcome to Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, the Queer James Bond podcast. I'm Shane Holland. And I'm Andrew Wheeler. We are spiking the eggnog and hitting the slopes as we go far up, far out, (laughs) and far more for the greatest Christmas film of all time on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Before we get into it, Andrew, haven't asked it this way in a long time, but
1: have you been up to anything
0: (laughs) very Bondy this month?
1: Oh my goodness, we're doing a Bond film, I forgot. I uh, know. It's been a long time. It has been a long time. One of the reasons it's been a long time is that I have been doing something Bondy which has been travelling around Europe. I mean <gasps> what could be more Bondy than than globe trotting adventures? True. Um So yeah, I took a little trip back home to see family. And since I was over uh, in Europe, it's made sense to me to do a couple of like little cheap trips to uh, places I'd never been to before. So I spent a few days in Prague and a few days in Dublin, and it was just a really nice chance. I haven't been traveling since before the pandemic, really, apart from in Ontario like <laughs> that, that that's yeah. been Ontario and Quebec has been the limit of my travels for the past 6 years I think um yeah. so oof, it was nice to see a bit of the world again um and to to treat myself to some of the sort of the the jet setting lifestyle um yeah. with with extra masking you know it's a, of course. it's a little different from the bond era um <laughs> but yeah I had some lovely beers in Dublin, some lovely fried Irish breakfasts, uh, afternoon tea at Betty's in Harrogate, uh, which Ooh. I was in for a, a little comic book show. Um, I went to the the fancy baths there as well. That felt quite bondy. You know, it's a, a lot of like uh, cultural tourism, which is a very bond thing. And of mm. course, in Prague, I had to not only drink beer, but uh, take a bath in beer. There is oh a spa. Oh my God, luxury. <laughs> Such a luxury. There There is a, a spa that I actually ended up staying in, uh, although th- a bunch of spas do this um where they 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 pour these like hot bubbling beer baths and they throw in like some hops and and uh malt uh just to you know make it extra piquant and there is do do you get
0: do you get to bring a bottle of your particular flavor home with you
1: (laughs) wouldn't that be amazing Um, i should have thought of that uh but there is a tap by the bath that that produces beer uh oh, this this hotel was wonderful because it had free beer in the lobby and <laughs> it had free beer by the bath side so uh i drank a lot i i uh i absorbed a lot through my skin possibly mm. and then <laughs> yes, uh, probably after the bath, they have, they've, they've got this, like, straw bed laid out so that you can dry on a bed of straw. I, I kind of just gave that, like, a, a two-minute go at the end. Like, for, mainly because I was enjoying the bath so much that I spent my entire hour in the bath drinking beer. Uh, but I was have. like, well, I have, to, I have to lie in the bed of straw at least a little bit because it's very James Bond to lie in a bed of straw. Uh, I mean, it comes it up, up in this movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, so I did get to do a little bit of that. Uh, but, yes, generally... A lovely time. Um, So glad to to be out of my apartment for a little while. (laughs) I've
0: also been uh, had or had a lot of liquid splashed on me in a spa before, (laughs) but I don't think it's been the exact same experience. Uh, Yours, yours sounds so interesting.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Was there a mink glove involved? Uh, There could have been.
0: No, there there was no
1: clothes involved. So. Changing the subject, what about you? What is the bondiest thing you've done this year? Uh,
0: you know, I really should have gone first, because mine is not quite as exciting. I watched a lot <laughs> of reality television in oh, your yes. absence, because one <laughs> of us had to. Uh, I, uh, I, I did catch, very Bond-related, 007, Road to a Million, the new competition series on Amazon Prime. Yes. Uh, that's a 10 Is was it 10 or 8 episodes? It's a pretty short series, though. Yeah. Uh, and, I don't know, are we going to get into spoilers on this? Uh, i I think we can get into spoilers we can
1: we can discuss it um sure great
0: i i mean i enjoyed it it wasn't perfect the ending was disappointing uh and if there isn't a season two of this uh series then i will be a little upset because spoiler (laughs) alert we need to see someone win the million not get close to it
1: right yeah
0: uh, I liked some of the pairs. There were some. Uh, there were some really interesting characters, but it also felt like the people I wanted to win uh, just lost right away. And you could tell from the start yeah. who was going to go furthest because you know they appeared in every episode, whereas most people only appeared in one.
1: Yeah, find someone who loves you as much as the producers of that show love the the bones brothers. brothers. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Jesus, they were in every like just so much time spent with them and I didn't find them compelling television. So no, I don't know. They why. didn't have a story. <laughs> We did not have a story um, Yeah, I, I did not like the show I have to say I watched the first two episodes and then I skipped to the last episode just so I'd know what happened but it was so unbondy in my mind like, yeah. you, you love these reality shows more than I do I think as a, as I, a general rule in my um, head I,
0: I've been describing it as uh, survivor meets the amazing race meets, yeah. uh, meets uh, who wants to be a millionaire uh, yes. but, but a dry version of all three of those with very little at stake, it felt like.
1: Yeah, the, the contestants never cross paths. They never they never compete against each other. They're only competing against themselves. I mean, my the, God, there's the, this
0: one episode towards the end where they, there's a casino scene and they're all, like, in the casino, but clearly none of them are in the casino at the same time. They should yeah. have been playing against each other. That would have been so much more
1: interesting. Honestly, I, I started making notes for, like, what this show should have been. Like, if you go yeah. actual Bond-style challenges, then there are so many things you can do, like, have a skiing challenge. Have a casino challenge. Um, have a have car to outrun henchmen. Something. Yeah. Uh, the, like, oh my God, a
0: hedge maze.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, a woman have flinging uh, butterflies at your head from a fishing yeah. line. <laughs> Anything. Anything Bondian, Bondier than this. It just didn't land for me. Um, no, I, was I pretty disappointed.
0: I was pretty disappointed too. Uh, but in the concept, I. I Appreciate, but it was not executed well.
1: Did they cast Brian Cox because they thought he was Albert Finney? That's my uh, question. Well, that's a really good question, too. It <laughs> seemed a little
0: out of place that we were so focused on the villain. That's also not very Bondy. No. Why aren't they being given missions from M? You know, right? Ugh. Yeah, there's so many things like just tonally off. It's uh, too bad. It's too bad. But I also kind of want them to do a second season, as I already said, (laughs) because someone's got to win. Moving on, Traders Canada just wrapped up as well this week. uh, And that was a romp. Uh, The host, Corinne Vaness, incredible, amazing outfits, uh, really arch uh, and also like a great arched eyebrow. (laughs) Uh, uh, they did the U.S. thing where it's a mix of Canadian, quote unquote, celebrities and regular (laughs) people. Uh, but, uh, give me more regular people. The celebrities didn't do it for me. And, uh, they were the celebrities were so predictable in everything that they said and did.
1: I couldn't get into Traders Canada because it's the third time doing the exact same challenges as Mm. the U.S. and the U.K. I will say
0: the the latter half of the season, they do switch it up.
1: Okay, that's good. So maybe there I'll go are... back and, and check it out again. Um, and, yeah, they shouldn't mix uh, uh, celebrities Reality and Reality celebs people. and, and yeah. yeah. The U.S. have decided to go all celebrity for season two. We'll see oh, how that
0: works out. I mean, maybe that's better than doing the mix because... I think it's better than the mix, yeah. But I'd rather it go the other direction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boiler alert for the Traders Canada. I'm, I don't know if you want to hear this if you don't plan on finishing it, though. Uh also, a little bit of a disappointing ending. Uh, the people that I wanted to win got voted out towards the very end of the game. And uh, the person who did win was a traitor. And it uh, everyone was crushed. We've seen the traitor uh-huh. win, I think, what, four out of five times now. But this one just felt yucky. Uh, not because the guy was a bad guy, but... Like, it got down to two people. And when she, and when the other, when the faithful realized what she had done, it was just a long, slow, crushing reveal for her. Oh, dear. So another kind of mild disappointment, but I'm also still on the side of the traitors. Uh, And then finally, (laughs) I want to talk about the Squid Game, The Challenge on Netflix, which basically forgets the entire premise of the television show, The Squid Game, (laughs) and gives it all away so that we can watch an American win four and a half million dollars with zero
1: consequence. It was good TV up until the final, like, final few episodes, and there weren't really... Characters left on the show, and Except like, one for of the criticisms. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I well, I don't know which one you mean. Actually, like any of those final three could have been the biggest personality, but none of them were particularly. Um, and the
0: editing, like they weren't in the first six episodes; they were yeah. only in the last four. Like. Give us some main characters that we can follow throughout the length of the competition, even if it telegraphs the end a little. Why are we meeting someone who seems so important on episode three who is killed at the end of episode three or the beginning of episode four? It's just... yeah once again not great editing not, not very good choice for television
1: no and the final challenges were so boring compared to the challenges yeah. that had gone before like that was just not good tv at
0: everyone end. was looking towards the uh the uh jumping across the glass bridge thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> save that towards the very very end don't give it to us in like episode five six
1: but also, Ashley must be hunted down and destroyed for her choices on the glass
0: <laughs> I mean, that was sinister, and I kind of applauded it. Of course <laughs> you do. Of course you do. <laughs> it was terrible, she sh- though. She
1: should have been forced to live by the standard she established
0: yes exactly and then she like immediately backtracked as soon immediately. as he... oh so so and
1: terrible. then acted like she didn't know why people were mad which
0: yeah yeah exactly ma'am. oh ma'am get it together uh would i watch that again a hundred percent yeah yeah i'll be there <laughs> For every episode of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang we recommend a cocktail that matches the theme of the episode or maybe it just matches our mood. And this week it's Andrew's turn to pick. So Andrew, what have you got for us?
1: I had a couple of options for cocktails. Um, I thought maybe something Christmassy. We've done eggnog already in a previous episode and that is the drink that that features in this movie, um, glue wine also features. I mean, it's seen visible in the background on on uh, market stalls, and we've done Yule Glog in a previous mm-hmm. episode. So basically, we've done enough Christmas episodes to cross off all the Christmas uh, <laughs> drinks ever mentioned in a Bond. Um, but then I remembered that I had picked up the perfect Bond drink on yeah, the way back did. from my travels they do a bunch of uh, airport exclusive or traveler exclusive spirits that you can get at like the duty free in the airports and, uh, and I wanted to get an Irish whiskey coming back from Dublin but then I saw this bottle with an Aston Martin logo on it and it was Beaumont which is an Isla which I love Isla whiskies. Oh, it's yeah. a scotch I couldn't say no, so I had to pick up the Aston Martin X uh 10-year-old, which is the cheaper of the, I think, four variations they make. The most expensive one is the uh, DB7, I think, or DBZ uh, whiskey, Ooh. which is, I think, like... They make like a dozen bottles of or something like that. We're not going to try that one. But No, this one you is- don't have
0: $12,000 to spend on a
1: <laughs> bottle of scotch? Weirdly, no. Um, <laughs> nor do I have the, uh, the money to buy the Beaumont X Aston Martin car because, oh. of course, this goes both ways. <laughs> yeah. Beaumont makes an Aston Martin scotch and Aston Martin makes a Beaumont, Beaumont car who is buying these things i don't know but i'm buying the scotch obviously i bought the cheap the 10 year um but it's actually it's delicious like uh, you oh, you, yeah. you got to try some the other day um for all the sort of like guff uh product talk about oh it's a shared desire to embrace and enhance the world through extraordinary moments and enduringly beautiful creations like yeah, wow blah 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 it's a very good isla it's a uh, smoky it's sweet caramelly um mm. it's got lots of like
0: floral citrusy stuff mm. happening there too yeah. that i appreciate sultana lots of raisiny notes
1: very much that yeah like that that little bit of like the sticky toffee pudding but also mm-hmm. that nice sort of acridity that that i love um yeah it's really good whiskey that that was not cheap um but it (laughs) certainly it tastes the part uh and i'm very glad to have had the chance to to buy no mention of bond of course anywhere in the promotional materials like they didn't get that license they got the aston martin license but we know what they mean we We knew exactly what they meant
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah all of the the page long script on the box uh, alluding very closely to you know travel and yes. senses and action uh, spying <laughs> 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 probably'm I'm, I'm- Probably making, making that it up <laughs> but it was really delicious really smooth. I am so appreciative that you brought that little treat back for us to share uh, meant the world to me and the world
1: is sometimes enough you know sometimes also by the way, if you go on the website for this uh, collaboration there's like oh, this is about the time that Sean Connery came to the Beaumont distillery. Like, uh, mm, mm. Why is that relevant yeah. <laughs> so, yes, an experience? I wonder.
0: I wonder. Uh, <laughs> hmm. uh, I love a good bit of cross promotion.
1: <laughs> the more shameless, the more Bondy. <laughs> exactly. Fabulous beauties. All of them dolls. Every one different. They've got to be when he's around. George Lazenberg. The different bond from the same stable. Diana Rake has the Contessa, the different bond woman. This one's got class and style.
0: That was a clip from 1969's On Her Majesty's Secret Service, directed by Peter R. Hunt and starring Telly Savellis, Ilsa Stappett, Bernard Lee, Lois Maxwell, Desmond Llewellyn, Dame Diana Rigg as Teresa DiVecenzo and introducing George Lazenby in his single outing as agent 007.
1: We have been waiting for the oh longest my god to get to this one.
0: Okay. I-, I wrote this out on a quiet, lonely September 11th, 2020. I asked my friends to sit down for a remote watch party. This was the height of COVID quarantine. Uh, and I chose this film. It, basically turned into our friends reading along as Andrew and I shared every single thought we had on the <laughs> film, every background detail, every inside joke, not to mention many, many snide quips about the quality and the content (laughs) it is one of my favorite memories of a pretty dark time Mm. in our lives and ultimately it spawned this podcast which debuted about a month later
1: yeah this was the movie that inspired us to to do this and now here we are three years later yeah it only
0: took us three years to get (laughs) right around to it so
1: we left it till pretty late in the run like there are only four bond movies left after this one i think so yeah yeah. uh
0: and and honestly the this landing at christmas time couldn't be more perfect what a gift for you and i and our listeners shall we hit the slopes andrew
1: oh let's hit the slopes.
0: M, Q, and Moneypenny are tracking down the missing agent 007 following Operation Bedlam. We cut to a well-dressed man following a beautiful woman to a Portuguese beach as she walks into the turbulent Atlantic waters. He stops her from drowning herself and reveals himself to be James Bond, played by George Lazenby. The two are then taken at gunpoint by armed thugs. Bond dispatches the assailants as the woman escapes in her car. He laments... This never happened to the other fella. who? who what, do, fella? what does that even mean? What <laughs> <laughs> I like we'll we'll talk about the direct look to the camera and the only <laughs> time we've ever broken the fourth wall. Uh, but <laughs> let's start. this movie ramps up the camp immediately with the version of the gun barrel theme, which I think is my favorite. It's
1: Plinky Plinky Bond theme. Uh it's great. Yeah. It, it it's so much fun and lots of like Maurice Binder circles mm-hmm. flashing across the screen. It's like we know where we are now.
0: Yes. Uh my first note Radioactive
1: tracking lint. That's good. <laughs> that's a good gag. <laughs> that's yeah. That's the gadget that uh, that we're introduced to as we get this scene, which I forget is in the movie. I think this is the first time anyone yeah. really registered that this movie does not start on the beach. This movie. That's starts how I with, remember it. <laughs> yeah, it starts with M and Q and Money Penny at Universal Exports slash MI six. Um, j- like just reassuring the audience that hey. I know that the main actors changed, but look at all these people you remember. They're still right? here. <laughs> there's some kind of continuity happening, remember?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh we are introduced to Dame Diana Rigg really early on, and yep. she is one of the true icons and beauties.
1: Uh, stunning. I mean, she's wearing this sparkling sort of diaphanous robe mm. dress that has like these giant lace wizard sleeves. Yeah. Amazing. Um, yeah. She's
0: definitely like, casting some spells in that ocean.
1: Oh, for sure. For sure. I, like, I, I thought the, the dress kind of looked 70s, but of course it's 69. So I guess it's sort of proto 70s. It's like mm, yeah. welcoming in the 70s. Uh, she's, she's a fashion plate ahead of her time. Makes oh, sense. very much
0: so throughout the entire film. Uh, do we ever find out why she's actually given up on life? Is it just like, I guess they just chalk it down to depression?
1: I think so. I think, yeah. She's, Which is fair. She's... That's
0: not to discount that as a, an experience. It's just, no. It it, sh- it feels like it, there should be more importance to her trying to kill herself.
1: Uh, for the longest time, like watching this movie as a kid, I did not understand what was happening in this scene because I didn't understand that she was suicidal. Like I couldn't, because because it's not explained why she's suicidal, and because the first thing she does when someone interferes is run back to safety. And it's like now, yeah. as an adult, I understand. Like the it's it doesn't have to be logical. It doesn't have to to follow through like that. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in a moment of despair, and then something disrupted that moment, and. She, you know, she doesn't cease to be suicidal. She just ceases this attempt at, at taking her own life. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's very complex, very dark, and very adult. And, yeah, I did not get it at all when I was a kid.
0: Yeah, same here. And uh, as an adult, I love it, right? It's, it's, it's so rare to have mm. human emotion in these characters, in these films. Uh, and she is so good at it. And you know what? I think he's unfairly maligned lazenby is great in this movie for a model who'd never acted on in a film before like maybe if he hadn't been an asshole or maybe it was like (laughs) saltzman and broccoli who are the actual assholes notoriously known to be so who are at fault for like not letting him get to be his own person on his downtime uh that we didn't get more of him
1: but i don't know what do you think Honestly, yeah, I think he's terrific. um Yeah, we we this film g- gets a bad rep, and he gets a, b- a bad rep, and neither one is really earned. Like it's just that both things are so different, so so sort of aberrant in the from what we've seen before. <laughs> and it's um, such a blip
0: in the what we now see as like a long timeline of of uh, film,
1: right? Yeah. And also, this is a film where you know Bond ultimately Bond loses and Bond uh, suffers, and it ends on a downbeat. Uh, like it's a very unusual film, but it's an excellent film, and yeah, he's definitely up to the ca- task of, of carrying the that central role. Um, not least because those shoulders, oh, I mean, <laughs> the chin. The chin, the dimple in the chin. Like, oh, my God. Another thing I did not understand when I was a kid watching this scene is Was how, how turned on
0: you were by... <laughs> yeah, the
1: wet shirt clinging to his body uh, with the dress ruffles at the front. It's oh. like, oh, my God, that man is athletic. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> in a way that
0: Sean Connery was not, especially yeah. by that last one. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's, yeah, he's just beautiful to look at. He feels, like, young and virile and different but but similar or at least uh recognizable
1: yeah in fact we get to see in this this fight scene on the beach like he is incredibly virile like he's Mm -hmm. he does these big swinging uppercuts that are sort of you know beautifully silhouetted against the 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 sea the 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 sun and the ocean and it's like yeah his physicality although there's of course a lot of quick cuts and i don't know what was stunt people and what was not um but his physicality is definitely a step up from from basically all the other bonds um until maybe daniel craig
0: but yeah and even
1: then there was something there's something more graceful about lazenby where craig is very deliberately the blunt weapon um, yes yeah he's, he's like he's very vigorous
0: uh there is a lot of speed ramping in this film there's also a mm-hmm. lot of rear projection in this film mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of shooting uh day for night uh all very evident with the 1969 technology available to them yes uh, and it almost almost takes me out of the film but never succeeds i will say <laughs> that
1: yeah, I mean, I was watching this in glorious Blu-ray high def, and, mm-hmm. and the film was beautiful. Oh, so crisp. Throughout, so, yeah, any sort of pulling out was, was counteracted with the pulling in of yes. uh, these incredible locations <laughs> and, <Yeah>. and beautiful <laughs> outfits and beautiful people. It's a sumptuous movie. It looks great when it's not, like, you know, aged by bad... Wow. Well, aged by cinematic effects that don't uh, hold, hold up. up. Yeah,
0: agreed. <laughs> uh and then we get the the greatest line this never happened to the other fella i mean what a choice i like as if we hadn't figured it out already he's just like hey you know before we move on let's just get one thing clear i know that i'm not him
1: yeah but also you are him like- but yes
0: as we go to painstaking lengths to prove in the next portion of the film yeah.
1: There there is no other fella. I have to just also say, by the way, before we move to the the next, Mm -hmm. the next, the titles, um, the moment where she he drove his car down the beach to get to her. She gets in his car, drives it. it back up the beach, gets out, gets back into her car and yeah. drives away. Uh, it's so, I just love that. It's so uh, weird and goofy and I don't know, stealing a man's car just to drive back to your own car.
0: Like 500 meters. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah but
1: also it's
0: really smart. She got away from him quickly. Yeah, there was true. no way he could catch up to her.
1: That's true. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh God. She's, right. she's so incredible. Yeah.
1: <laughs> So John Barry's instrumental title track, On Her Majesty's Secret Service, plays as scenes from previous Bond films starring the other fella are projected onto images of martini glasses and naked women.
0: Oh, if it weren't for the flashbacks, this could be the best opening title <laughs> sequence
1: uh, it, it's i mean this the, the 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 music is great the guitar riffs on Ooh. guitar riffs just the layering the um but then yeah we have these weird video sequences uh, the the clips that are all cropped in strange places like none yeah is effective um And instead of, like,
0: choosing action-oriented scenes or, you know, like, famous shots from the film, it's mostly, like, it feels like uh, the beginning of an 80s sitcom. It's just a bunch of people turning around and looking to camera.
1: And and who gets to make the cut and who doesn't like neither of the Masterton sisters are in there but Fiona Volpe I was delighted to see does make the cut at least I think yeah. it was her she's yes. mostly looking away <laughs> again
0: why Very why strange. that there's a and scene where she's riding on the
1: motorcycle like pick, pick that one yeah no when Sean Connery in that shot maybe yes um, yeah and there are clips from You Only Live Twice, the the one Connery movie we haven't covered yet, so I was a little excited uh, mm-hmm. to see oh, that. Oh, God.
0: I can't wait to get to that one, I think.
1: <laughs> uh, also in those opening credits, we see two songs that are being mm. mentioned. One, of course, is We Have All the Time in the World, which we'll get to, and the other is Do You Know How Christmas Trees Are Grown? Oh, that Christmas classic. <laughs> The John Barry slash Hal David song performed by Nina and a children's choir. And if you're thinking, I don't know this song. I've never heard of this song. Be thankful. You're not alone. (laughs) I have never spent time listening to this song before today. No. Um... I I, I don't think I'd ever registered that this song is in the movie and it's not shocking like it's hard to to find it in the movie really unless you know where to look um but we'll get to it
0: we'll get to it yes I've listened to the soundtrack front to back many many times in my life so do you know how Christmas trees are grown is a frequent skip on that album (laughs) uh all right bond arrives at a portuguese hotel having spotted the mysterious woman's red mercury cougar the maitre d informs bond the car belongs to the contessa teresa de Vincenzo. the two meet again playing baccarat where the contessa plays recklessly and loses bond covers for her the two formally introduce themselves bond goes to her hotel room where he is attacked by an unknown henchman and upon returning to his room he is held at gunpoint by tracy they spend the night together
1: foreplay what can you do yeah um, <laughs> i mean this is where the hd really was kicking in because that hotel is oh it's is so stunning. sumptuous stunning it's everything it one in of the this most hotel. beautiful hotels in bond canon yeah the hotel room with a peacock chair and a bed on the balcony a
0: bed on the balcony oh. in the open air i want to live in a place where i can sleep in the open air and not Honest worry it. about freezing God. to death or being rained on
1: or mosquitoes, like, how is that oh. not a problem, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And then the purple flock wallpaper in the casino, I mean, Jesus Christ, that was vivid. And, oh, And yeah. some would say, too much, and I would say, no, perfect.
0: Just Far enough. more is what the uh, <laughs> the poster says about this film. That's right. Yeah. It? it was about the wallpaper, this whole yeah.
1: wallpaper.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Far much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bond enters the hotel and spots Tracy, who's wearing this stunning white cocktail dress Uh. with uh, an incredibly ornate pearl and lace collar, just dripping with jewels, as is every other patron in the casino and every other woman in this movie, save one, I would say.
1: <laughs> yes, uh and yeah, almost every woman in the casino has like a high tight bun, but none yes. of them has a bun quite as elegant as Tracy's. Like she has the <laughs> queen of all buns. But she's the like tightest. it was such a look.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what and and to say and to walk in looking like that, saying you have no money, it's like well, you can take <laughs> off the uh, pearl collar and pawn that for maybe twenty thousand francs.
1: Honestly, lady, what do you think money is? <laughs> 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 Your money. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, also i want to mention james's own he's wearing this white suit with a pink mm, shirt um mm. he, we will we you know it's hard not to be outdone by diana Rigg in this movie but lazenby's bond is a dapper dresser like oh he he's a lot of very high fashion too yeah uh
0: and and, if, and it feels like for the first time as much as i love some of sean connery's suits uh lazenby brings looks
1: yeah connery in a gray brioni suit is like the height of like masculine elegance but but lazen but lazenby in a kilt and freely
0: laced cravat is a yeah. statement piece yeah
1: yeah <laughs> he's trying to stand out in a way yeah that connery never was
0: uh teresa was a saint i'm known as tracy classic <laughs> And she also says, come later. I hope it'll be worth it, (laughs) which great uh, innuendo.
1: (laughs) Honestly, I mean, these people are straight up like, well, I'm suicidal, but I guess if you want to fuck me, here's my room. She's got nothing else to
0: lose. And for 20,000 francs, she's the most high end sex worker in Portugal. Get a girl. Isn't she? And she she knows her value. She 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 says, oh, I'm
1: I'm worth it. Don't worry. Yeah. (laughs) Also, to have the you know the the that he has, where she's like, "Well, come up to my room and we'll bone," and he's immediately like, "Well, I'm going to order some caviar to her room in that case." Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, that's he knows how to treat his uh, his sex workers. That's for
0: sure. He does. He also buys a nice <laughs> bottle of champagne, of course, which she gets into before he even gets there.
1: <laughs> I, I had that note. Like yeah. he arrives at the hotel room and the champagne has been thoroughly worked <laughs> over. <Yeah. laughs>
0: I guess I'll get a second bottle.
1: <laughs> I mean, Tracy drinks so much champagne in this film like that would be the oh, other yeah. that was the cocktail i was going to try and make was like a, a christmas champagne cocktail Ooh. um but but you know maybe next christmas but like champagne is the drink of choice for tracy in this movie if you drink every time she drinks you will die
0: yes absolutely and i mean she might have been trying to drink herself to death at well, possibly fair, fair point yeah <laughs> uh i okay few notes good fight uh between bond and the henchman although the henchman gets taken out in a, one of the stranger ways that we've seen
1: uh well i love the moment where where the henchman is like knocked through that beautiful partition wall <laughs> mm-hmm. and then he sort of opens his eyes and bond reaches for a gun and he just closes his eyes oh, like, oh no, yeah he's like no I'm never mind, i'm done <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh smart smart move
0: <laughs> yeah when the fight is finished I think maybe this is just personal. He puts way too much caviar on that piece of toast. Oh, he does. A disgusting he does. amount. That is so
1: salty. But he does immediately recognize it as Beluga, Royal Beluga, North of the Caspian, which was always my brother's favorite line from any Bond movie. He would just, <laughs> I don't know, wander around the house saying Royal Beluga, North of the, North C- of the Caspian. Yeah, uh, so, so, so random. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, of course, he's an expert on multiple things in this film. Beluga
1: caviar, particularly the first. I do want to mention, by the way, when Diana Riggs sits down at the the uh, Baccarat table, she enters the room purse first, boob second, eyes last. Oh. She is so, like the presentation of this woman throughout is amazing. But like we've already even met her. And to have this like second hero introduction shot where it's like, here's my purse, here are my tits, and now hey. my now eyes. Now I will am find with you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, oh, uh, finding that key
0: light. Wow, she does that a few times in this she film. She does.
1: She is a queen at finding key lights. Honestly, and she's, she's got, got the eyes for it. Maltisha she has.
0: She has those almond-shaped eyes with like such uh, striking eye, like mm. shadowy eye makeup. It, she just looks at you, and you wither.
1: Yes. Serving.
0: Uh, and that being said, I do not like how violent James is towards her when they no. finally get together in that hotel room
1: in the great scheme of bond things like this is one of the more like even-handed relationships between a man and a woman but of course yes he still gets violent um uh, but at least she stands up to him in in those moments yes agreed bond wakes up alone tracy has stolen his gun but repaid her debt in full Bond is met by more henchmen in the hotel lobby who escort him to the offices of Draco Construction. Bond meets Marc-Ange Draco, the leader of the Union course, and Tracy's father. Draco offers Bond a dowry of one million pounds if he can tame her.
0: Uh... (laughs) I want to like Draco so much. The movie wants me to think he's the greatest, but everything he says works against that.
1: (laughs) I know. I mean, I do think, like, there's a pantheon of, like, cool daddy gangsters in the Bond films and he definitely like fits the type but how he treats his daughter is so repugnant. Uh it definitely undercuts his appeal. Um and you know like some of those cool daddy gangsters, like Karen Bay is also like a scumbag, like most of them are scumbags. Mm-hmm. But uh but it, he definitely is is uh it ranked just as the type, he ranks pretty high. Ranked as a man, pretty low. <laughs> yeah,
0: agreed uh bond says to the four henchmen who meet him in the hotel lobby hmm, perhaps we can make a foursome
1: <laughs> george <Yeah. laughs> uh, he's uh he's wearing a le- a camel colored leisure suit with an orange turtleneck here another just brilliant outfit uh really compliments the henchmen's red and blue ensemble yes yeah, certainly um, i will so say many this primaries
0: This look is not my favorite. It doesn't really do it for me. I appreciate it, and I agree it is another instance of him really serving an idea. But of everything he wears, this is the one that could uh, that could go.
1: (laughs) Fair, fair. No, I wouldn't say it's his. his, Yeah, it's not one of his best outfits, but it is an outfit. Yes, agreed. Like it's a choice. It's such a choice.
0: Uh, There's these weird echoey sound effects that pop up throughout this movie when uh lazenby throws a punch at, like as if someone's hitting a metal tube in a vacuum do you know what huh. i mean or as if someone's like firing a laser on the death star <laughs>
1: <laughs> right yes yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know it was the era of <laughs> it was, yeah we just need
0: to make his incredible punches seem even more incredible i guess yeah Gotta um, foley that st- stuff
1: to the hill the <laughs> yeah
0: uh But maybe the most iconic Bond entrance ever. He enters Draco's office, drops to his knee with the throwing knife ready to strike. That's Mm. my kink right there.
1: (laughs) And then then throws it at the calendar and hits the wrong date. Draco says, today's the 13th commando. And he says he's superstitious. Uh, I mean, great of, comeback. <laughs> it's very good. It's very fun. And the I mean, Draco, like one of the things that makes me want to like him is that like this is a shitty, dingy warehouse, but he has the most sumptuous apartments hidden away inside of that warehouse. Oh, yeah. Like it's gorgeous.
0: And Olymp, his, uh, his mistress, is yes. also absolutely gorgeous. And we get more Love of her, her in the next scene. But uh, as an introduction, she also looks just astounding.
1: We also get another uh, fourth wall break here with the whistling Goldfinger. The the man cleaning the the floor in the warehouse is whistling the theme from Goldfinger as we uh, as we enter.
0: Ah uh, yes, how could we forget? Uh, <laughs> this is the scene where we learn that oh, in fact, she is depressed, Tracy. Uh, yeah. Maybe the answer is not to sell her to some man you've just met who you know to be a hired assassin, but pay for a good therapist, which Bond says in the exact almost the exact same words (laughs) moments after I wrote that note.
1: Honestly, to his credit, he is pro therapy. Yes. Uh, but no, Daddy Draco says what she needs is a man to dominate her, to make oh, love to her. This is a very weird thing to say about your daughter. Right? Um, this
0: is not the daddy daughter dance I was expecting.
1: <laughs> I mean, it maybe is the one that daddy daughter dances are secretly about. But Ugh, yuck. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he, he sets his terms. Seduce, uh, if he will seduce her. His daughter. If Draco tells him how to get to Blofeld, it is a wildly indecent proposal. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Don't worry.
0: I know you fucked my daughter.
1: Actually, do you want to keep doing that? Bond says, "Oh, you you know everything that we did together." And he's like, "Oh, don't worry. Don't worry about about
0: that." that. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. I'm worried about that, Draco. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Someone has to worry about your daughter. (laughs) Bond returns to MI6 m relieves bond of operation bedlam bond dictates his regna- resignation from her majesty's secret service to money penny m grants james his request two weeks leave
1: money seems to be wearing the same dress here that she was wearing in the pre pre-title which worries oh. me a little bit <laughs> has this been
0: one day i mean
1: it's been quite a day uh maybe she's just gone through the whole rotation while james has been away who knows
0: mm, uh, possible possible uh uh M has like just this brutal coldness. He doesn't even look mm. James in the eye when he says I'm relieving you of operation bedlam.
1: It's uh it's another Bond quitting movie. Uh mm-hmm. I guess going rogue. He, he doesn't quit but he is rogue for a big chunk of this movie. Oh, like like three the quarters beginning of the movie, it. the end of the movie and yeah. then kind of the middle of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I love the way that when, when, when M says, I'm taking you off Operation Bedlam, he says, Blofeld's something of a must for me. Something <laughs> of a must. Like, yeah, something this guy
0: tried to murder me a few times. <laughs> I- I'd like to f- see this through, sir. <laughs> it's
1: really kind of a big deal, sir. Yeah. Uh, amazing.
0: Uh, and Bond dictates his resignation to Moneypenny, and he says, kindly present it to that monument in there. Ooh, <laughs> catty bitch. <laughs> Honestly.
1: Uh, but Money Penny outplays them all, uh, swapping ah. out the resignation for a request for vacation. Uh, brilliant stuff from Money Penny. Uh,
0: uh, Money Penny, the actual MB- MVP of the movie, correct? Uh, yes. Everyone says so. Bond says, What would I do without you, Miss Money Penny? And then M gets on the speaker and says, What would I do without you, Miss Money Penny? Thank you. <laughs> and that might be the most touching moment a male M will ever have.
1: That's true. That's true. Uh, while. Considering his resignation, Bond goes through the desk drawer and pulls out a bunch of things that, again, the other fella uh, has apparently collected on their joint adventures. Yes. The weirdest collection of memorabilia. None of it makes
0: sense. Agreed. How, how does he have Honey Rider's belt? That's I, not
1: his. <laughs> no. <laughs> that wasn't a gadget. It, it belongs to someone. It's yeah. Did, did, was she like? Well, I guess you're going to run out on me. Here, take this as a, rem- a reminder of our good times. I also, know. doesn't Q
0: Branch take the like the actual gadgets back when he's like, done the, with them if they still the exist? Garrote Watch in the shit?
1: rebreather. Yeah, like the rebreather's not any use to you as a as a memento. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and third point: How come there's only three and not five? There were only <laughs> other two movies we needed to hit.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah i don't know um i mean i guess we get the the musical goldfinger sting earlier so that maybe there's just one movie missing or maybe it's in there somewhere and i just haven't noticed i
0: i i guess but it it's all it all just feels uh, weird
1: it is weird <laughs> <laughs> Returns to Portugal for Draco's birthday party and is reintroduced to Tracy. Tracy forces Draco to reveal information about Blofeld's connections in Bern, Switzerland. Instead of chasing after Blofeld, Bond seduces Tracy.
0: Notable fighting, but a yes to every single outfit <laughs> in this scene.
1: Teresa's bullfighter outfit, the best costume for the day. Oh yeah. so stylish. So we good. have
0: discussed it at length we, ad nauseum. We, we have. But it bears repeating. It is incredible. It's fashion. It serves. It is it is a highlight in a movie that has endless
1: highlights. I mean, we have to mention she she pulls up, parks the car, gets out in a matador outfit, produces a horse whip. She's yeah, uh- riding. She's no just carrying she's carrying that as she's just a cunt yeah <laughs> yes <laughs>
0: oh it's so good it's so, so good. good uh and also incidental hotties abound especially there's this guy in aviators standing on draco's uh right shoulder who just had me captivated at the top oh, of the okay. scene <laughs> guess we're gonna have to I... watch it again if you didn't catch oh, that Oh, damn it yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, I really love the moment here where Tracy has like a little conversation with Olympe or Olympe, the the his mother's mm. mis- his father's mistress. Because um, it's like they're close, they're friends, they're buddies. Like you don't usually see that in in these the movies. The the idea yeah of the with that the kind mistress. of relationship. Yeah, being just chatty, nice. They like each other. It's great.
0: That's lovely. It's uh, one of the few services done for women in this film. Yes. <laughs>
1: I don't think it gets us past the Bechdel test because they're just talking about Tracy's dad the whole time. Of course.
0: So. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's not ever going to happen in a Bond movie, I think. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> uh, I really don't like seeing animals in distress, uh, but I also wrote that that man isn't the only one who's getting gored tonight, apparently, as James <laughs> traces af- chases after Tracy.
1: <laughs> but we do have, like, I think there's a positive message here where she she forces her dad to give up his leverage Um, that's the centre of this whole pimping her out deal and Bond's response to to no longer having to seduce her is to say, but I actually like you I want to, yeah, yeah to spend time with you which leads to this this wonderful falling in love montage that probably should have been to raindrops keep falling on my head um <laughs> we get to see she she has a lovely black cat that she's stroking we see some bears in burn just mm-hmm. having a good mm-hmm. old time uh it's got everything <laughs> it, yeah it
0: really does it is a great montage the song of course works so well in this movie uh in such different ways. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, Louis Armstrong singing over them, like, yeah, walking down promenades, and they both have just such a great chemistry on screen together that it feels so yeah. believable.
1: Yeah, and it needs to, because this is such a sort of departure for us to yeah. see Bond falling in love like this. Um also, by the way, the lawyer, I know his name is, is Gumballed, but I kept hearing it as Gumball. I just. Uh, well, to they be say good. it like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gumball. Gumball. <laughs> Go to Bern and meet with Gumball. Um, great. <laughs> well, speaking
0: of, Bond travels to Bern to track down Gumball, Blofeld's <laughs> solicitor. Using a safe cracking device, Bond uncovers details of Blofeld's plans and whereabouts.
1: This fucking safe-cracking device, Jesus I Christ. mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a like safe-cracker,
0: a- fax machine, photocopier combo.
1: RV. Uh, <laughs> like, it has to be lifted up by Crane to the balcony. It is so big. It's a thousand
0: yeah. pounds. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a top-tier gadget, but it also may be one of the best
1: somehow. I mean, it's the, if I saw it in a vintage store, would I buy it? Oh, yeah, oh, of, of course I would yeah uh it has these maurice binder circles on the like the countdown it's <laughs> like everything's just a plus uh
0: i love that uh driving up to the solicitor uh draco and tracy are dropping bond off and draco sitting (laughs) in between the two of them in the smallest car ever made for four people
1: and they're just (sighs) moony eyed at each other and he's like i I, Uh, I, I have regrets about yeah (laughs) i should not have been so
0: openly talking about fucking my daughter in front
1: of them." (laughs) uh but it's nice that they drop him off at work you know (laughs) have a good day at work sweetie (laughs) (laughs)
0: uh i I love the deco elevator it's so elaborate mm. and i love the music in this scene it's like a spy theme if i've ever heard one
1: Uh, this is some good like solid spy craft this whole section like apart from the fact that you need a crane to get your gadget up to the fourth floor um It's, yeah, like the whole scene is just classic like tense spy stuff, complete with the sort of the guy leaving the office and then patting his jacket like, wait, did I forget? Did I forget something? Oh. No, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Phew. But plus james bond finds a playboy in the office and steals the centerfold he out of the magazine. steals
0: the centerfold in the only playboy magazine in the building and basically Amazing. walks
1: past the guy he stole the centerfold looking from, looking at it yeah looking at it, <laughs> it and that's
0: a it's a great visual gag so good but whistling as he walks away uh <laughs> Bond's male helper, I have a lot of questions about. His ally, his assistant, his name is Bernard Horsefall, is uh, Campbell, although he's never actually named in the nope. film. Uh, he is trade. Uh, I'm <laughs> not sure if he's attractive or not, but you
1: know he could get it. <laughs> he, he wasn't doing it for me, but but I was like baffled by who he's working for, because at this point in the movie, he can't be working for MI6, can he? Because Bond isn't. But later in the movie, he seems to be an MI6 agent. Well, so... he's
0: certainly English, as he makes very clear when he, yes, he gets in a snit yes, on a fucking mountain. Uh... Complaining
1: about the restaurant not being open. It's so English. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll, we, we'll get to that. But yeah, I didn't understand how he fits into the... And, and they don't try to explain it. So.
0: Nope. We can just move on from that. <laughs> uh, but, but before we move on to the next scene, Tracy in this yellow and gold outfit with matching hat. Another perfect moment.
1: Bond speaks with M at the Admiral's private residence about Blofeld's plan to use the College of Arms to establish himself as a title holding aristocrat, Count Balthazar de Beauchamp, or Blochamp. Blochamp? Blochamp. <laughs> Bond meets with Sir Hilary Bray of the College to establish a cover and act as representative.
0: So, quarterdeck is the only name that you could give an
1: admiral's <laughs> residence. Is that correct? <laughs> yes, I think so. Uh, yeah, it's lovely to see M's home, to see that it's called quarterdeck, that it has a cannon outside. Yes, uh, <laughs> it's straight out of Mary Poppins. So great. Uh, he's a Lepidopterist, we discover. quite a, And so uh, is
0: Bond, uh, as we yes. discover.
1: His <laughs> huge collection, honestly, that is a, a large wall of, of dead butterflies.
0: Like a, a kind of disturbing amount of dead butterflies. Is this the only thing he does with the time off? <laughs> uh, Bond, being a lepidopterist, of course, is proven again in A View to a Kill when he spots <laughs> Grace Jones' fake butterfly slash throwing star immediately.
1: Honestly, <laughs> only an expert could tell those apart.
0: <laughs> uh, Bond gets to the college and we get the titular line of another film, Good Mottaway, eh? The World Is Not Enough.
1: Orbis non-sufficit, yes, um, which is also canon in the books, I believe. Yeah, it is. Um, And we see George Baker, who most people, if they know him, know him as Inspector Wexford in the Ruth Rendell detective series. Like, your mum... Probably a big fan mm-hmm. of George Baker. I, I meant that as a generic to the audience, your mum, but actually your mum might. Be but a also, my mum might also be a fan. Yeah, <laughs> the Inspector Wexford mysteries. Uh, George Baker also appears in You Only Live Twice and uh, The Spy Who Loved Me, uh, all in different roles. So he is a regular at this point. And uh, as we will later see in the movie, he's kind of a Bond actor. Like he plays Bond in this movie. He
0: is one he? of the Bonds, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I will say, and maybe this is because uh, when it comes to English people, us Westerners are a little off on our gaydar, but Hillary <laughs> Bray is not as homosexually coded as I remembered or hoped.
1: Yes, I mean he does say I've arranged to lose myself among the churches of Brittany. As his, I mean that's his cover pretty story. Like, <laughs> yeah, and what's he going to do there? He's going to take brass rubbings. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, brass rubbings.
0: He's going to be rubbing something for sure.
1: <laughs> I I have been brass rubbing in the churches of Brittany. It's not as sexy as it sounds. Oh Lord! Uh, <laughs> but you are also homosexual. <laughs> but which I am may... a homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> my mother took me brass rubbing oh god andrew you, you don't need to prove it we get it you're gay so yes i think but also i think george ooh, get my teeth in george baker i think probably knows homosexuals whereas george lasenby probably just spends his time fending off homosexuals so that would explain mm, the sort of so levels of grace in their performances. <laughs>
0: well said well said but <laughs> Bond, as Sir Hilary, meets Frau Irma Bunt in Switzerland and is escorted to Blochamps Chateau atop Pease Gloria, the Institute for Allergy Research. Bond attends dinner with Frau Bunt and the beautiful research participants, all young women, with peculiar food allergies. Oh boy, you
1: said it. Mm, peculiar. Uh, <laughs> so Irma Bunt, the new Rosa Kleb, um <laughs> Bond, as Bray, says that her name refers to the baggy or swollen parts of a sale wow, wow dude read, read. read her yeah <laughs> <laughs> she shrugs it off to her credit she's like oh really fine whatever
0: uh <laughs> uh so where george baker as sir hillary is not very queer coded george lazenby as sir hillary is very queer coded which seems like another choice
1: uh, it's such a choice but i think it you know it pays off in some wonderful ways it does um, it gives us we the do to see movie ourselves in on the screen <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> uh yeah so you can't convince me that this isn't a christmas movie particularly when they take a sleigh ride through a christmas
1: market <laughs> and we will see much more christmas uh as the movie progresses it's true sure. we also get to see the olympic logo embri- embroidered on all of them all of jackets. the
0: research institute jackets very the ioc curious. is
1: so litigious and i don't know how they got away with this like maybe the ioc wasn't litigious back then or maybe uh, like this
0: was maybe the henchmen were all like from the ioc like the only way we'll <laughs> let you shoot a top peas gloria is if
1: <laughs> i mean it's bizarre it's truly bizarre to see the olympic logo just like on all everywhere um by the way, Campbell is back here, uh, being so unsubtle as he stalks Bond to Piz Gloria, just like parking in the middle of a field of snow <laughs> and, staring and arguing at with
0: everyone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's but I'm English, see. <laughs> <laughs> he, de- he deserves to meet his grisly fate. Let's uh, yeah, things. it's true.
0: It's true. He did not do good work. Uh, uh, f- Irma has so many great lines in this movie. First, your pipe you must knock off. Knock out, you mean, (laughs) I hope, he says as he gets into the helicopter.
1: Uh, When she's talking about the different allergies, one of them she refers to is the sickness caused by the oysters. (laughs) Um I mean, Sir Hillary maybe has that one. Um, oh my God, Andrew, that's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> um, but also, just one of my absolute favorite lines, Sir Hillary slash Bond says, I'll be glad to get my feet on the ground. And Irma Bud replies, not ground. Not ground. Ice. ice.
0: I mean, chilling. Irma's a legend. <laughs> She's so
1: good. What She's kind so of allergies
0: just... does this institute research? All of them. <laughs>
1: she, she is taking no prisoners, giving no fucks.
0: Uh, Uh, She also points out avalanche damage, like this is foreshadowing. Uh, (laughs) 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 Oh, she's so good. Uh, Speaking of good and fabulous, the open fireplace in Bond's uh, hotel, or uh, institute room, hotel room (laughs) is just gorgeous. His cell. Uh, Yeah, I mean, this
1: (sighs) whole location is just so beautiful. Like, from the the views that we see with the helicopter swirling around outside to the interiors, like, it's absolutely A-plus Bond. Um, and this is where we, by the way, have George Baker dubbing uh, all of Lazenby's lines. Uh, For about 40
0: minutes of movies.
1: But yeah, like, this whole section of the movie, George Baker is Bond. Um, he's the voice of James Bond, and it's weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just about works, I guess, if you try trying to think about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. If you if you can really suspend that disbelief and imagine that that's Lazenby putting on that fake voice, which doesn't sound a a goddamn thing like him. uh there's some incredibly spiky wall art directly beside the elevator which clearly has one function that we will get to later you don't need to have seen this movie to know what (laughs) is going to happen with that wall art
1: (laughs) you that shouldn't be there no that is
0: not a good place for that (laughs) there should be some like protective glass around that if it were the case
1: it's not even pretty like everything else is gorgeous And this, like, spiky urchin thing, like, no. (laughs) Uh,
0: This is one of your notes, but I'm going to steal it before we go too far away. Uh, But I also noticed this. Uh, When Bond is being taken in the helicopter, he gets Mm. this genuine look of fear on his face, which alludes to, you know, like, novel canon, James Bond's fear of flying, which I really appreciated. I don't know if it was more about uh, the setting in this particular film that that uh, Bond is nervous. But to me, it reads as like a man who's not actually comfortable uh, not piloting one of these vehicles
1: right and you know it makes sense that if if he's playing bray this sort of effete man who doesn't like to leave his house uh relatable um <laughs> the, the, then then you know he can he can let that out as part of the character he's playing but it also felt like it might just real bond. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly like it was good it was a good performance like this was Lazenby, like tip-top uh yeah. physical acting
0: yes so not vocal acting uh no.
1: And also, Lazenby, like this whole scene, he's basically like the most Clark Kent version of James Bond that we've ever seen. Oh, very much. Especially, like, I
0: I love his traveling coat, particularly (laughs) the, the gigantic shoulders that it has.
1: Honestly, I mean, he already has gigantic shoulders, so what mm. can you do? <laughs>
0: so Bond goes up to meet the uh, the research participants, and we get some amazing looks. We get to see uh, Dame Joanna Lumley yes. in her first movie role, I believe, uh, looking just absolutely, dare I say, fabulous.
1: <laughs> we don't see enough of Joanna Lumley, as no, we said. No, like, I have agree. To keep Apart from in one moment, you have to keep your eye open for her because the, a, a lot of the other women get more screen time, even if they don't get more lines.
0: Yes. Um, and, of course, there's only one person who, like, literally steals the movie for oh. the next 30 minutes. Uh, the actress Angela Scowler playing Ruby Bartlett. Ruby Bartlett. <sighs> from where is she from
1: again? From <laughs> Lancashire. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> she certainly is. She is the most common English woman we will ever meet in a Bond movie, I think. I,
0: and also maybe the best. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, le- should we talk about this meal? Uh, I feel like you have some things to say about the meal. <laughs> l- okay, like, there's no other
0: way to say it, but the everyone eats something stereotypical, but the women of color in particular all eat foods that just shout racist, you know, yeah. I, I, I see that you've written down what each of them eats and might be worth going through it
1: yeah so this is this is i found this on the website james bond food how wonderful that such a site exists Uh, and they took it from the book the making of on her majesty's secret service and not all of this is necessarily seen on screen so it's a sort of combination of the things that are seen and the things that are in the making of book uh, which had a diagram so the american woman eats corn fritters the australian woman eats lamb the israeli woman eats nuts and fruits the posh english woman joanna lumley eats veal the jamaican woman eats bananas and brown Sugar. Oh my the God. German woman eats sausage and cabbage. The Indian <laughs> also woman adds a chapati. The Jeez. Scandinavian woman eats essentially a smorgasbord. <laughs> <words>. <laughs> That's hilarious. The working class woman Ruby Bartlett uh, eats chicken doesn't have any relevance that i can see the chinese woman eats rice the irish woman eats corn on the cob that one's a bit wild and the hungarian woman eats potatoes which you would think would go to the irish woman if you were following (laughs) the theme although hungarians also eat a lot of potatoes
0: well it turns out a lot of people the world over eat potatoes (laughs) yeah irish people don't eat corn i mean they do now
1: but but archetypally wasn't available to irish people Um, Oh, my
0: God. And maybe Ruby's given chicken because she's a chicken head. I don't know. Is that a terrible (laughs) joke? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. I just need to say it. Yeah. This whole thing feels icky. Uh and for the most part, honestly, I love the scenes with the angels of death. They're yeah. like they're treated pretty normally. Uh, otherwise, <laughs> uh, normal for a Bond film. Uh, but this is just like, why did we have to do this?
1: <laughs> it's so strange. And like, you know, a lot of these things I don't think are food allergies. I mean, you know, anything can be a, a, an allergy and intolerance. But, like, if you were going to actually base this on real food allergies, you wouldn't have started with any of these foods,
0: no. I don't think. Absolutely not. Like, let's try gluten first, you know? <laughs> After dinner, Bond meets Count de Bleuchamp in the Count's laboratory office. After a cold reception, haha, Bond returns to his room, only to sneak out to meet with one of the research participants, Ruby Bartlett.
1: Ruby After- Bartlett?
0: Ruby Bartlett. After making love, Bond sees firsthand how the women are being cured of their allergies, hypnosis. Bond returns to his room, only to be seduced by another of the young women.
1: Uh This is uh, just wild. <laughs> this is
0: <laughs> this, the craziest thing to happen in a Bond movie, right? I mean, it, it's it's absurd and I love it.
1: We've got uh, every room in Beauchamp's uh, complex is an absolute treat for the eyes this is just some of the best mid-century modern interiors i think i've ever seen i wanted everything so oh. much volcanic orange all over the place oh I didn't mention yeah it, but the, the scene with the where we meet the angels of death the ladies um there's a lot of volcanic orange going on there including a really big lamp that i was like i, I need to have that lamp <sighs> that lamp is great <laughs>
0: we're moving from our miss tarot phase to our uh, ruby bartless ruby bartlett phase of decoration i see
1: possibly possibly i don't i'm not sure i can credit ruby Bartlett with any of this i'm maybe it's my other <laughs> bunt phase maybe she uh, has a fantastic oh, no. eye for interiors no <laughs> sense of style but an eye for interiors oh
0: andrew he's a total bunt uh Ru- <laughs> it's been said Ru- <laughs> uh, i i have to say ruby writing her room number on bond's bare thigh with her lipstick i'm filing that one away in my rolodex of pickup moves that's so good It's good.
1: I mean, you would have to be with a guy wearing a kilt and you would have to be staying in a a room with a number. And during the leather
0: community, that is a possibility.
1: (laughs) That's yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, this is there's this whole thing here about Bond Bray of course being read as gay. He's he's performing as gay. Um, we get the great line from Joanna Lumley uh, where she 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 looks at him and says, "I know what he's allergic to. Uh, uh... You cannot tell me that she is not Patsy." Uh, yeah, <laughs> this is not in continuity with Ab Fab because it's absolutely.
0: <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Bond is getting aroused and Ermabund asks him if everything's okay and he says, Oh, it's just a slight stiffness coming on <laughs> in the shoulders, you see. Uh <sighs> great. So good, uh, so good. And everyone is very excited that uh, his personal uh, coat of arms has four bezants or four gold balls on it.
1: Oh, yes. That's a man with a lot of gold balls.
0: Yes. Uh, why would they be excited, though? Is, is it <laughs> like I, if I saw someone with four balls, I would be curious. Uh, are, are, they, are they trying to say he's twice the man that anyone else is?
1: Uh, maybe maybe but why are they gold Uh, by the way this scene where Bond and Blofeld come face to face it has to be it has to be mentioned these are two men pretending to be other people who have in fact met met before but were played by different actors and now do not recognize each other face to face even though they have met and consider each other mortal enemies I
0: mean it uh, makes
1: no sense in continuity it only makes it, sense if you accept the fact that these are different actors.
0: I, it's just, this never happened to the other fella, Andrew, okay? <laughs> we, we, the we, other fellas.
1: It never happened o- to Donald Pleasance either. <laughs> oh, true.
0: <laughs> also, these two both have very prominent facial moles. It makes me wish they were actually brothers, you know? Thank God that never comes <laughs> up in canon.
1: <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I shouldn't keep going. Let's talk about Oh you are funny Pretending not to like girls (laughs) I don't usually But you're not usual Um, Oh boy (laughs) What is happening here I mean Sexual fluidity
0: We're all Sure we love that But (laughs) This is not the person Who's ever shown us To be anything of, Of the such <laughs> uh, he also uses the exact same lines on unnamed girl number two uh, but does. i think you do not like girls hilly usually i don't it's
1: <laughs> very funny this is where ruby tells us she's from lancashire no kidding ruby and she shrieks with laughter when he takes off his kilt and, sh- and screams it's true, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> what, that he has four gold balls Yes, yes. It's true. Um and if Bond were not slutting around, he would never have found the disco lights that hypnotize mm, these women. So that's true. thank God he's a dog. Thank God for sluts, yeah. Um, but this gives us the amazing moment where Blofeld's voice over the uh the loudspeakers is saying to Ruby in her sleep, I have taught you to love chickens, to love their flesh. Their, their flesh. voice. <laughs> their what the chickens voice? <laughs> <laughs> What is going on here? It's so I love it. Camp. It's so campy.
0: <laughs> uh, the way she pushes him off of her when the cure starts might be the most English thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like It's like my mom being like, okay, get away, get away. My show is on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my eating chicken show.
0: Yeah, she just like folds her arms and closes her eyes like, oh, I'm in my happy place now. <laughs> as if she hasn't just been fucked by the world's greatest lover.
1: I mean, she loves their flesh and their voice.
0: I, how could she not? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, also, mor- one. sorry, oh. one last thing. He says, call me Hilly.
1: Yuck. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> no, we absolutely will not. <laughs> you may go ahead. <laughs> In the morning, Bond's MI6 ally, Campbell, is forbidden entry to the top of Piz Gloria. He scales the mountain by hand, but is captured by Bleuchamp's guards. While attempting to meet with Ruby again in her room, Bond is surprised, oh, I'll say, by Frau <laughs> Bund and knocked unconscious.
0: Uh, the scene opens uh, with uh, the ladies playing curling on, you know, a typically icy surfi- <laughs> surface, but it's like on the top of a mountain cliff and there's just a very low banister between all of them and the cliffside.
1: It's anxiety inducing stuff. (laughs) I hated
0: it so much. So scared for all of them. One wrong move, Andrew. One wrong move.
1: Honestly, terrifying. Curling is not supposed to be this this nerve wracking. No, it's supposed to, to be easy,
0: right? <laughs> I've never played it, but it certainly looks easy like anyone could do it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's an Olympic sport. Um, sure. Yeah, well, where... so
0: is, I don't know. I was going to say something witty, but I couldn't think of something good <laughs> fast enough. Oh, we'll,
1: we'll, we'll edit it in later. That's, Thank you. This Perfect. Is fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is where Campbell is at his most English, trying yep. to get to the top of his glory, shouting at the help. There's a restaurant. I've seen them advertise. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there before. I was there last year. <laughs> <laughs> I know the manager. Don't you know who
0: I am? Who's your boss? <laughs> and then he goes up anyway. Now that's English. Like, that's English. oh, I can't go? Yeah. <laughs> well, I will, certainly.
1: <laughs> and you know what? I do that shit all the time, so I can't be that mad at him. Yeah, Pe- it's People true, tell it's me true, no, language. and I'm like, oh, well. Let's try anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it a different way.
0: Uh, uh, as the women leave uh, for, I don't know, lunch, uh, what one of them whispers i must see you tonight and he says nine o'clock and then another woman passes and he says 10 without her saying anything (laughs) that was cute he's really getting working his way through the angels of death
1: (laughs) (laughs) he's cured of his homosexuality it's amazing yeah (laughs) things that this allergy cure place can do it was just Um, the fresh air
0: he needed it turns out
1: Uh, James is wearing a great cardigan here we will see more of this cardigan later I just wanted to shout it out I like this cardigan I know he's wearing it to be Bray but it's still a nice cardigan um, yes and then Irma Bunt makes a shockingly convincing Ruby Bartlett uh, oh lying very in Ruby's bed, uh, with her head she puts on
0: away. a great Ruby wig <laughs>
1: <laughs> and does a great Ruby voice yes uh, it's amazing she's a real chameleon
0: All of these people who are so good at throwing their voice to sound like someone else.
1: It's incredible.
0: James saying, fancy meeting you here, Fraulein, is one of my favorite lines from this film. (laughs) (laughs) When Bond awakens, Blochamp reveals his identity as Blofeld, out Hillary as Bond, and outlines his plans to spread Virus Omega across the globe using his angels of death, unless he's paid a ransom by the United Nations. Bond's ally has been murdered and Bond is locked up in the cable car's mechanical room while the angels of death receive their special gifts from Blofeld.
1: It's at this point when Bond stirs to consciousness that Blofeld addresses him with the line Merry Merry Christmas Christmas, 007.
0: 007. Very good. Christmas movie. Christmas movie (laughs) also needs to be like a ringtone or something for me. It's very good. Uh, Telly eating up the scene here right mm-hmm. just like from like this entire film he's just chewing on the scenery and it feels he's good it feels right time. he great knows time. what movie he's in and i appreciate yeah. it blofeld's angels is my uh, pitch for a new amazon series
1: <laughs> i mean th- we've seen what they'll approve so you might as well go for it yeah exactly can't be any worse <laughs> Uh, Lazenby here deliciously pouty at having me caught, Uh, just like this this little boy sullenness that comes (laughs) over him. It's great.
0: (laughs) It is. It really is. Very chilling threat here. You'll be very useful in helping to convince the authorities that I mean what I say and I'll do what I claim. Ooh, mm. dark.
1: And we finally have an evil master plan. It's only taken us an hour and 20 minutes to <laughs> get to the point oh my in the God. Movie where we find out what the movie is about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a long time to not know what's actually happening here. And of course, let me leave you in this easily escapable room. To
1: wit, Bond escapes his confinement, and a ski chase ensues.
0: Actual great spycraft using your pockets as makeshift gloves. That's something mm-hmm. that we have not seen, that we don't see enough of, but it's something, like, practical, uh, and they use it to great effect, I think.
1: But, yeah, this mechanical room, although he does struggle to get out of it, it's it's not the most impenetrable room in the building, surely. Right?
0: So, Put him in, like, a fucking is... locked janitor's closet and have a guard standing out there. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm sure he'd have got out anyway, but this is a particularly... uh, There's holes everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, Uh,
0: They Uh, can't show his leap onto the cable car to save himself because it's actually impossible.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and there's this whole to and fro where it's like, where is he actually trying to get to? Like, he seems like he doesn't want to jump down onto the cable car, but his alternative would be to, what, travel the full length of the cable to get to safety or something? Which
0: also seems like he would just drop from exhaustion and fall yeah, to his death. it's
1: it, utterly impossible. Jumping on yeah. the cable car and, and coming back to the building is really the only thing you could have done.
0: Um, yeah, who knows what his plan was. It, it didn't matter because it got him where he needed to go, I
1: guess. The cardigan here sees some real action, mm, getting fully mm. roughed up and uh, and pulled this way and that. And again, I have to say, great cardigan work. Uh, and
0: then the women receive and open their gifts And I wanted Leslie Ann Warren's voice to go, I love getting gifts from strange men (laughs) a la clue. Uh,
1: The the gifts are wrapped in purple wrapping paper with a teal ribbon. Perfect villain wrapping paper. Yes. I I have to try and find those things uh, right away.
0: (laughs) Uh, Oh, uh, also, can you find a compact that's also a radio transmitter? That would be Uh, fantastic.
1: All right, I'll keep an eye out. (laughs)
0: It's so hard to sum up the level of fashion in this room. Everyone is wearing like mod sweaters and fur hats and collars. They're all dripping with jewels. There are coats of many fabrics and textures. I love like literally all of it.
1: It's a catalogue, for sure. It's a bit strange to me that they are, <laughs> number one, they're drugging these women. They give them eggnog. Uh, yeah. something special in it for the Holy Night Celebration, says Irma Bunt. Uh so they all on, balance so against that women. They all pass out so they can be hypnotized again. Uh, very Christmassy to drink eggnog and then fall asleep on the couch. But they are then sent back out into the world. Like, this is the end of their treatment. And it's like, it's, what, 10 o'clock at night? And they're drunk. Yeah. And and you just drugged them, and now you're sending them out into the streets of (laughs) Bern. Like, Like they uh, they
0: all just literally G'd out, and you want them to get on a cable car? I would have given them one more night,
1: you know? Yeah, (laughs) honestly, God. Let them rest. Jesus.
0: (laughs) Bond sweetly saying... Merry Christmas to the guard. He just knocked unconscious <laughs> in the same tone of voice that I use with my cat on Christmas
1: morning. <laughs> that is my second kink. <laughs> okay, there's a lot to unpack there, and we don't yeah. have the time. <laughs> <laughs> Bond dons a blue nylon ski suit. Uh, he really incredible solids in this. So form fitting. So form fitting. The guy's waist to shoulder ratio is in- extraordinary. Yeah, um, and it is wild to me that Blofeld joins the ski chase this is the most active hands-on Blofeld that we ever will see like Blofeld is usually a guy that likes to sit in a chair with his cat but Um, no it turns out he's actually
0: like really fit
1: (laughs) really fit really good at skiing um yeah the, the guy is in the chase
0: uh, and this chase. This is an incredible chase. The best. If you ever ask me to picture a Bond film, this is the moment that I picture, uh, mm-hmm. even with the terrible rear projection as close up. Like it is so good. It's it's thrilling from start to finish. And it's long and I never feel bored.
1: Yeah, it's it's great stuff. Bond almost invents snowboarding here, yeah. so that'll have to wait for a few more years for him to really get around to that. Yikes. Um,
0: I mean this stuntman flying on one ski, I can barely walk upright in a
1: straight <laughs> line on most days. It's so good. <laughs> um and then the like the cliff fall, I, I assume a dummy, but still it's a, an incredible like sequence. terrifying such Watching a long the, just the fall. Um, and the fact that the 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 background music, that also the <coughs> the bond theme music cuts out and we can just hear the distant I... Christmas music from the 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 fair down below while this Do man you yeah. know how christmas trees are made <laughs> essentially essentially it's like this weird horror movie moment of <laughs> ding da ding da, ding while someone is plummeting to their death great great stuff
0: yeah very good very very good bond tries to lose his pursuers in the village and is saved by tracy the two escape in her car and hide in a barn overnight
1: James Bond immediately tries to hide in a cowbell storage shed. Um, yeah. That's, uh, that's uh, cowbell, pick, James. Um, pick the
0: wrong bell factory to escape these thugs <laughs> in again, huh, buddy?
1: <laughs> <laughs> really could not be noisier. He gets flashed by a bear, which shows nope. you it's a good party. Been um, there, yeah. There is raclette and glue wine, two things I cannot get enough of, except, of course, they both destroy me completely. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but what a great night. Uh, terrible yeah. next morning.
0: Terrible, terrible. Uh, uh, of course, listening closely, you can hear how Christmas trees are grown. the Do best you uh, know the how
1: Christmas trees are grown? <laughs> the
0: worst song in the franchise there, I said it. <laughs> uh, I gotta say, Lazenby nails... The hopelessness that Bond is feeling in this moment, uh-huh. like it being trapped and surrounded and all alone. It, it is just as described in the novel. I can't wait for us to talk about this novel, by this the way. This
1: is a vulnerable James Bond.
0: And then Tracy in bronze and gold jacket, tights, mm. and headband, plus fur stole and hat and leather gloves, just shows up out of nowhere like some actual
1: angel. Goddess, honestly, this this ski skirt outfit, so good. Um, so,
0: and she just like swoops in there and comes to a dead stop, like a professional.
1: Yeah, yeah, it saves the day. Even though James, all he had to do was duck. All he yeah. had to do was duck down inside the car, and he couldn't do that. No, she's doing all the work. She's doing all the driving for this section, which is great. Seeing seeing uh, the woman handling the driving. She's scared. But she's holding up brilliantly. I mean, um, she is
0: driving better than every professional driver on that racetrack.
1: Yeah. And she seems to be kind of loving the moment. Like, she's she's taking some joy from it. I don't know why we have a stock car racing scene, because it doesn't seem to me that that's a Swiss thing. Is that a winter sport? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> like, it's it, so, so strange. But, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, uh, she again acquits herself magnificently.
0: Like, I might have rose-tinted glasses on, but this car chase is so fun as well. Like, it's so cinematic with these cars barreling through, like, actual canyons of snow that are taller than they are, and yeah. there are guns firing in every direction, the, the quick, witty remarks, Diana Rigg just being incredible, and they literally gate-crash an actual car race. It's... Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, I gotta say, when that hench vehicle explodes, there is one stuntman, stuntman, literally trapped inside the ball of flame oh, no. as it goes off. It, if you, it's it's almost unmissable once you see it.
1: Oh my goodness! How did he? Was he okay? Or I,
0: I, I don't know. I, I think. Uh, Stuntmen must have been injured making this yeah. film. And we'll get to the bobsled chase, which I can't believe is a
1: phrase I was ever going to utter. <laughs> but... <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> in the meantime, let's talk about... They, they drive into a blizzard that seems to be made entirely of shaving foam <laughs> um, and and hide in a barn with the best soft lighting you've ever seen oh, yeah. in your life. Like, this is gorgeous lighting in this barn, which I don't think has any lighting. So, uh, remarkable. <laughs>
0: yeah and i mean like it's really well equipped for a a night uh escaping the wintry cold Uh, (laughs) they don't seem to be chilly there's no No. wind there are horses to keep things extra warm and pungent
1: (laughs) 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 and uh and yeah this is where he confesses his love to her um and they plan their future together uh-oh um, and yeah. one of the oh, one of the options on the table here is to move to Acacia Avenue Tunbridge Wells why Tunbridge so Wells specific is I mean, Tunbridge Wells is the most middle class address in England like oh, it's no. very much <laughs> like they're 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 lampooning an idea here of sort of middle class uh uh suburbanism um i grew up near tunbridge wells it was it was a place let me tell you
0: i'm sure Um, it was i'm sure it was (laughs) uh tracy upon arriving in the barn says
1: "Mm, we should have rung ahead and booked (laughs) should have you would have got a beer bath out of it
0: yeah right uh (laughs) after they make love Tracy is just stripped down to a fur coat black panties a simple headband and nothing else and that is another great look
1: (laughs) she she has so many great looks and in this section of the movie only one outfit that she turns into multiple great looks
0: that's exactly right it's so good Uh, (laughs) another couple great lines from the scene what are they why are they looking for you I suspect they're trying to kill me (laughs) it's like yeah no shit (laughs) Uh, yeah yeah (laughs) And also, she's interested in just one winter sport, and Papa told me where to
1: find him. Mm, Mmm. Madam. (laughs) Sporting. Bond and Tracy are on the run again in the morning with Blofeld right behind them. Blofeld triggers an avalanche and captures Tracy while burying Bond. Bond survives and returns to MI6. The UN considers granting Blofeld amnesty, but Bond teams up with Draco to rescue Tracy and destroy Blofeld's base of operations. We are gunning through at this point.
0: Yeah, seriously. And still so much plot to cover. Uh, (laughs) Somehow Bond and Tracy don't get much of a head start, even though they had all the time in the world.
1: Uh, yes, yeah. Thank they you. they just it's it's another day in the workroom. They they get up, yeah. they get out. They're immediately being chased by blood. <laughs> I Tracy would love has managed to uh, create another fabulous outfit from the outfit she was already wearing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she is winning the materials challenge in this workroom. I
0: sure. would love a RuPaul's Drag Race style confessional speech. We've already broken the fourth wall. If Tracy were to say, <laughs> "Well, I knew that I was running out of time, but I could not wear the same outfit two days in a row." Uh, <laughs>
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, she's such a queen. <laughs> uh,
0: and then, yeah, we're back on skis in one of the most, most stunning locales in the world. uh In an the continuation of a chase that yes. hasn't ended for f- like at this point twenty five minutes of film, I think.
1: <laughs> I mean, we we had time for a quick fuck in the middle, and now we're yeah on we go.
0: Yeah. I mean, you got to make time for the important things. <laughs> uh, um. Ooh, we got a terrible death by snowblower.
1: I mean, what even, like, do snowblowers work that way? A man falls into the snowblower and meat chunks spray out over the side of the hill, raining just red gloop over everyone. It's awful. It's so disgusting. like Mike Myers
0: shows up to remark he had lots of guts. Like, that's (laughs) disgusting.
1: (laughs) Like, what? Is that how snowblowers work? That's
0: not safe. (laughs) No. I mean, people die from snowblower accidents. Do they
1: get sprayed all over the side of a
0: hill? I imagine so, based on oh. this film.
1: <laughs> oh, well, yes, great. Let's yeah, use this uh, film. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it's uh, historically accurate. <gasps>
1: Uh (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, so the physics of an avalanche are actually terrifying. And I did do a little research because I just needed to know because my mind goes there sometimes. (laughs) They can weigh more than a million tons. They can travel faster than 300 kilometers an hour. And its force creates a powerful gust of wind ahead of it that can knock down houses. Uh, So pretty lucky that (laughs) these two survive honestly because
1: they were that that avalanche was right on their t- i mean it, it actually consumes them but like yeah they should have been probably dead before that um, yeah crazy uh, blofeld of course <laughs> when when he's already made the decision to trigger an avalanche just to keep up appearances sends three of his men into the death zone yeah. to continue the chase yeah um, just make
0: sure you catch him okay <laughs> yeah wink, wink.
1: <laughs> like is this a performance review how does he choose which of yeah. his men are going to go through the the just the performance i mean the performance o- review
0: happened two. earlier little <laughs> little beknownst to them that's why they're right. being I sent guess out the they're
1: chasing bond at all means that <laughs> they failed the performance review <laughs>
0: yeah uh we are so lucky that we get these scenes with telly and diana who are both mm. equally like just destroying the stage they're pissing all over it as you might <laughs> say
1: yes but at this point in the movie blofeld has effectively won um she, you know tracy is captured the world government's fold to his will m is being a pissy little bitch about the whole thing yeah <laughs> um and bond has been taken off her majesty's secret service again
0: once again uh but uh you know not all hope is lost thank god we have tracy's father who's uh not uh who's certainly below the law not above it uh yes and he's also draco's a very good actor you know yes. they're, we're on a mercy flight and of <laughs> course i'm carrying passengers distinguished representatives of the world press and they don't shoot him down because of that very good very cute <laughs> Draco's forces attack Peas Gloria. Tracy frees herself from her captors and is found by Bond, who delivers her to the safety of her father's men. Draco's men set off explosive charges around the laboratory, while Bond chases Blofeld down a bobsled track. Mm -hmm. Bond traps Blofeld in a tree branch and narrowly escapes death once again.
1: Okay, so Tracy, elegant hostage, uh leaving glasses of champagne on every surface in mm-hmm. in Blofeld's chalet. It's just like she has a glass of champagne, she puts it down, she goes to another room, she gets another she has glass. Yes, another of glass champagne. of champagne. Yeah. While while
0: quoting uh poetry, Oh Don thy master <laughs> or O master thy Don. Blah blah blah,
1: and, and the <laughs> wonderful moment where Blofeld s- s- offers to marry her and says, "I will make you a countess," and she says, I'm, "I'm already, a,
0: already a, countess. a countess. Yes, you certainly are, bitch. Snap. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you, you have nothing to give me, Blofeld." Yeah. <laughs> um, and then she leans into a key light again, and it's like, no. yeah, just just blowing out the rigging. <laughs>
0: Uh, and then she breaks that champagne bottle uh, and fights with it, which is my third kink. I've got to say, <laughs> like, her just slashing at a male assailant with a broken wine bottle is peak.
1: She's, yeah. Like, she gets to have a fight with, with the main hench guy. Like, after Irma, Gunther is the, the other named hench person. Mm-hmm. And she gets to, to best him fair and square. In, she literally you know, kicks in his ass. <laughs> yeah. And she gets the
0: Bond theme music while she's doing it because she is, of course, now Tracy Bond.
1: Yes. Well, she will be soon. She will be.
0: (laughs) She's agreed to be Tracy Bond. Yes.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) And yeah, these guys show up and she's she didn't need them. She was doing perfectly fine, actually.
1: She was doing great, uh, but uh, but then she doesn't want to leave Bond behind and Draco doesn't seem as fond of Bond as he once did and leaves hmm. him to die and punches out his own daughter to get I, in the helicopter. Uh,
0: look, this movie is filled with violence against women, which we do yeah. not support, which we do not like. But why is it that this is like the most egregious offense, the worst offender of yeah. of this In the entire film, it just feels awful. And he says, spare the rod and spoil the child, huh? Yuck.
1: He is a bad dad. Um, Yes. I mean, basically, I I think we see here why Tracy was so despondent at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. she's, She's a woman of tremendous agency who is living under this man who she doesn't like to be around. She only comes back for his birthdays, you know? She's she does not want to be dominated and he believes that's the only way to treat her Um, and this is a movie about a woman struggling to to find agency and and, you know that's if only it ended better you know oh
0: god yeah I mean when looked at in that lens it's it really is maybe the most devastating film
1: yeah uh, it's also a film that has a bobsleigh chase as the climactic yeah. showdown between hero and villain. Who had that on their bingo card?
0: Oh uh, god! Like <laughs> what a what a way to end this film. Uh, yeah, it's it's wild. It's it's good, right? Like it's pretty. I, sorry, it's good in that it's different. And it feels fast-paced and intense. It is not good because we get the most rear projection of the entire (laughs) movie. And it is decidedly awful.
1: (laughs) It is just the weirdest. Like, it makes more sense than the stock car rally. Because... Bob's Bob Bob plays yeah Bob that that sure that's mm-hmm. a thing yeah uh, but but at the same time no this is not what I want to see Bond and Blofeld doing and I feel like a note could have been uh, given here for sure
0: <laughs> um, and also when we cut to the actual stuntmen going down this track like their heads are being held against ice as they're going what appears to be 60 80 100 kilometers an hour down you know a tube of ice it bears repeating uh someone seriously got injured making this fight you i just know it
1: yeah i I, how many how many stuntmen actually walked away from this movie
0: uh blofeld exasperated and out of ammo throws his pistol at bond as (laughs) if that's going to do the trick finally
1: it's you know you gotta try (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's it's his it's telly Savalas's face when he throws it like Ugh, uh fine and just whips it and then yeah. and then bond is rescued by a saint bernard uh and he well, says never mind that get the brandy five star hennessy of course because we needed one more brand endorsement for this film
1: <laughs> so bond and tracy marry the two ride off in bond's aston martin and then they pull off to the side of the road and are ambushed by Frau Bunt and Blofeld, and Tracy is shot dead. Ah. Oh,
0: we will get to it. Let's start with the wedding. Bond only. Tracy
1: Bond, look and such a gorgeous dress.
0: Oh my God, she just looks stunning. Ah, uh, beaming, um, incredible makeup. Like her face yeah. is just so expressive and well lit and highlighted in all the right places i love that bond's only invited guests are his coworkers,
1: <laughs> not his friends his many uh, friends
0: right the many friends that we've met on these adventures i mean like karen bay oh uh, film, so. yeah <laughs> <laughs> all of his friends are dead or also agents of you know secret agencies around the world
1: right yeah, Felix could maybe have turned up, I suppose.
0: But... Bond showed up for his. I guess uh, yeah. the feeling was not mutual. Uh, <laughs> Bond did not make a very good best man, to be fair. I mean, no. Felix's no. wife was shot dead the day of their wedding. So, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, neither of them have a great rec- track record. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, that's, well, uh... maybe that's why they relate so much. Uh, <laughs> there's this shot of uh, Draco's stoic henchman politely and firmly clapping for the happy couple which was <laughs> hilarious
1: uh money penny rocking an incredible hat uh while she emotionally you know
0: she gives us a whole story the in one mind. teary eye it's she, yes, so good it's, it's and then she's nice she quietly says to him oh i always cry at weddings and your heart breaks just yeah. a little bit but don't worry if that didn't get your heart breaking
1: well okay so Tracy does get to give her dad a kiss off before before they leave, which I appreciate. Like yes. this is a great line when when he says to her, "You will of course obey your husband," and she says, "Of course I will, as I've always obeyed you." Perfect. So good, so good. And she, she to the it end. sweetly, uh, but uh, there's there's venom under that.
0: Sure. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I'm glad that she went out still fighting. Yeah, being but true then, to herself.
1: Toxic masculinity strikes again. Bond stops the car to take the flowers off because the car looks like a flower shop. And Tracy would still be alive if he hadn't stopped the car.
0: Yeah, it is all his fault. Yeah. You know, it's I I have such a hard time reconciling the end of this movie because it's awful. It's... uh, It's awful that another woman has to die, uh, and not even to advance the plot of this film, but to advance the character of James Bond in the long run. And it should not pack the emotional punch that it does. But Diana Rigg is so fucking good throughout the whole movie. And once again, I'll defend Lazenby. and says he keeps up with her in the best way. It's not a relationship we should root for. He's he's of course a colonizing racist misogynistic murderer and he's already hit her once and how like how do you resolve that without changing the character completely i don't know uh but you know there's the story of the hero getting the girl that we've been conditioned to believe in and value that this entire franchise has been built on and this is the ultimate sucker punch it is one of a handful of times where the story does not end happily after ever after for him and it's one of two times that it's felt genuine and
1: deserved it's a truly devastating ending but it also is it is the right ending for the film like that's the annoying thing like it couldn't go another way and yes he's she's dying for him but also this is a film about a woman who
0: who learned to be free of yeah. her bonds, her captivity, like who found herself and by finding herself found someone who loved her for herself. At the beginning of the movie,
1: she she wants to die and she lives and at the end of the movie she wants she wants to, to
0: live. live but she dies. Oh Look, I watched this movie twice uh, to take notes and to write this breakdown. And I'd watched it, you know, only a couple months prior because I am a sucker for punishment. I cry (laughs) every goddamn time. He says, it's all right, really? She's just having a rest. It's all right, darling. We'll be home soon. We have all the time in the world. Ugh and honestly the fact that this doesn't end with we have all the time in the world but the james bond theme is a mistake and i can't believe that i like that it is not the way i remembered it in my head
1: (laughs) yeah I, i maybe like there was a tv edit that was different or something i don't know i don't know uh james bond will return he will and he'll be Sean Connery again.
0: Yes, that's right. The, the, the <laughs> real James Bond will return. None of this faggy shit.
1: <laughs> the other fella. He'll be back.
0: Yeah. And actually, it's maybe the faggiest movie, uh, the second <laughs> faggiest movie next. So I, I'm wrong there. Uh, all right. Let's get into some highlights, etc. Andrew, what's the highlight for you of this fabulous fucking
1: film? Diana Rigg as Tracy, a woman more precious than rubies, and not because of someone else's appraisal, because she knows her worth.
0: Yes, agreed. Mine also, Dame Diana Rigg. But for good measure, I'm going to throw in ski chases. There is nothing more fun and exhilarating for me.
1: Uh, for the lowlights, I mean, it's kind of all about Tracy again. Yeah. She dead.
0: Yeah, she she dies in the end, and that's that's not fun for me it's a draco selling bond his daughter that's also yeah. pretty i mean that could have been the cringiest moment but i saved my thoughts on that one
1: <laughs> uh what about the fashion highlight uh, i mean everything
0: uh almost yeah. everything uh the, the whole matador damn movie <laughs> <laughs> the whole damn movie the matador ensemble of course uh and i it's got to be the fur coat with and without the ice skating combo underneath
1: yeah, that three-in-one outfit that is an ice skating outfit, a driving outfit, and a skiing outfit, and also a fucking outfit. Oh, yeah, uh, a
0: bed, essentially. <laughs>
1: it's uh, astonishing. The Matador suit, amazing. I, I'm going to give an honorable mention, fashion highlight-wise, to uh, James's elegant but bold color-blocking throughout this movie. Well like, said. It's a really great movie for for Lays and Bees Bond. I mean, it's the only movie for Lays and B's Bond, <laughs> but for a style Bond, it's a real standout
0: yeah yeah agreed uh the queerest moment for you i mean i know what he's
1: allergic to um, yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> oysters apparently uh That's right yeah uh sir hilly that for sure is the queerest part of this film uh explicitly so
1: yes uh sexiest moment i'm i'm giving george lazenby uh that wet shirt the narrow waistline it's pretty good Draco is a hot daddy, but he's also a bad daddy, so those kind of cancel each well, other
0: out. Oh, I was I like bad daddies, but not that kind of bad daddy. You're <laughs> no, right. No, um, no. <laughs> uh, for me, the sexiest moment had to be the fur coat, but specifically without the ice skating outfit underneath. <laughs> <laughs> uh, best line or gag? I've got a tie here. Perfect. Uh, but I think you do not like girls, Hilly. Usually, I don't. And also,
1: <laughs> softly and sweetly, Merry Christmas. I've, I've got a few here. Irma Bundz, not ground. Ice. Ice. <laughs> yeah, <very> <laughs> <good>. <laughs> That tickles me. Therese was a saint. I'm known as Tracy. Great mm, lines yeah. summing up. Great introduction. In just a few words. Uh, but ultimately, I have to go with, <laughs> I have taught you to love chickens, to love their flesh, their voice
0: yeah menacing shit
1: <laughs> wild wild that that's a line in a james bond film
0: well speaking of chickens the most timeless irrelevant moment in this film for me it had to be viruses spreading uncontrollably around the world
1: for me governments are cowards yeah oh boy, for, oh
0: boy that's relevant <laughs> for what's happened recently yeah yeah really. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, and speaking of yikes, you know what's pretty cringy in this film, Andrew? Oh, uh, I do. <laughs> yeah. The Jamaican girl, uh, actor Silvana Enriquez, because I wanted to give her a little dignity, yeah. uh, being given a dinner of a banana, and the Chinese girl, or Mona Chong, as she is known, getting rice.
1: It's not a good look. Not a good look. And also not a good look, Daddy Draco. What she needs is a man to dominate her, to make love to her. This is not good mental health advice. No, 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 no. This is the opposite of that.
0: Uh, Let's talk about some of the problematic elements in this movie. And I think actually we just did. The uh, the racism, clearly, I mean, the foods that the research participants are allergic to. We went through the entire list. That's not great also violence against women bond a lot like of it. a bond hitting trace everyone hitting literally everyone hits tracy in this movie no wonder she's
1: depressed and then she dies and, and so then, she is added to the vespa list in fact in some ways she is the 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 significant entry before we get to vespa like those are the yeah. two pillars of the vespa list
0: uh, and then we will talk about the travel advisory that is the uh what legal recognition and protections do LGBTQ people have in the locations featured in this movie uh so first up we have Portugal where uh unrec- sorry where they've recognized unregistered cohabitation since May of 2001 and same-sex marriage since the 5th of June 2010 uh same-sex marriage was legalized on un- uh under a socialist government Uh, And uh, LGBT people uh, enjoy uh, much of the same rights and recognitions that we do here in Canada. Uh, And in Switzerland, same-sex sexual acts uh, between adults have been legal since 1942. Uh, And the age of consent has been the same, at 16, for homosexual and heterosexual sex since a referendum in May of 1992. There have been legal recognitions for same-sex relationships since 2007, following a referendum in 2005. So uh, Switzerland, pretty good place for queer folks as well.
1: Yes, the rare Bond movie where the, we we would actually be pretty fine travelling to those locations. But of course, we're talking a couple of Western European uh, democracies. Those mm-hmm. tend to be the most progressive, unfortunately exactly
0: uh, and now it is time for our ratings uh, we're each going to give the movie a score between 1 and 3 and then award bonus points from 4 categories, so those would be Bond, Song, Glamour and Queerness Maximum score is you guessed it 007 we'll start with the base score, Andrew was it a 1 for you?
1: <laughs> such a 1 oh so disappointing No, Shane, I think we know how this is going to go it's a 3, it's a yeah, great this is- film
0: There is no way that this is not a three. Uh, I completely agree. Uh, And I will record that. And (laughs) we have Bond. What do you think about George Lazenby and his one and only?
1: I mean, so this is the one place where the movie, like, looking at the scores for this movie, if it's going to falter, not to tip my hand too much, if it's going to falter, it would be here. And it doesn't falter. I think Lazenby is great
0: it does not i think he really really stands the test of time uh yeah he had bad press when this uh movie came out and uh obviously audiences of the time were not willing to accept someone other than sean connery in the role Mm -hmm. sean connery wasn't willing to accept himself in the role (laughs) uh and apparently he also flipped the coin on that one to said no no I should do one more they're going to pay me enough Uh, I I would
1: love to see another Lazenby Bond movie like I wish it
0: happened I wish Diamonds Are... F- I, 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 I'm going to say, I wish Diamonds Are Forever had been starring George Lazenby instead of Sean Connery. It, it would, would be have, a
1: wildly different film.
0: It would be but... wildly different. It would have been so somehow so much more grounded than what, than yes. what it is. <laughs> yes,
1: I think you're right. Which maybe is uh, not what I want from Diamonds Are Forever, but still, point taken. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, Bond Song, I mean, this is one of my all-time favorites i think i ranked it number
1: three it gets the you point know how me. the christmas trees are grown
0: yeah exactly it's the most <laughs> fitting theme song in a bond film
1: <laughs> no yeah louis armstrong we have all the time in the world it's absolutely it's not just one of the great bond songs it's one of the it's one of the great
0: songs <laughs> uh recorded days before he died uh just <sighs> I can can you imagine that your last work being one of the most recognizable uh pieces of music from a film uh in this era uh glamour <laughs> Andrew
1: oh my god this is maybe <laughs> the most glamorous punk film
0: yeah the, like it's everything stunning. is sumptuous everything is beautiful there's like there's not a single shot that is not beautiful you know it, it, every interior every exterior uh, it's just And everything worn, oh my god. It's so fucking good. And (laughs) And I I mean, how else do you say that this is the perfect movie other than that James Bond flounces around pretending (laughs) to be a homosexual for a good portion of it?
1: It's literally the gay James Bond movie. It has to get the point. (laughs) He wears
0: a frilly-laced cravat and a kilt.
1: Uh, I mean, if it were just for Diana Rigg, I would be tempted to give it the point. But uh, yeah, no, this is explicitly a queer James Bond movie.
0: And this is explicitly a a 007 out of 007. Uh, There's just no way around it. This is, I mean, I always say, I don't know if I've ever said this on pod. I'm sure I have. Casino Royale may be the best Bond film, but this is my favorite.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think we even rated casino royale seven out of seven that's probably my fault um (laughs) but like goldfinger and uh is it thunderball from russia with love i don't know like this is only the third time a movie has got seven out of seven Um, yeah
0: and so well deserved next time on kiss kiss bang bang we return from the winter break and return to a central question of this podcast who will be the next james bond we will rate and rank all the p- potential candidates based on very scientific reasoning, oh, I'm fairly. sure, on January <laughs> 11th.
1: Unless it gets announced before then, in which case we'll just throw we'll... it out and come up with something else to do. <laughs> yes. I, what are
0: the chances? Are we going to get a, a, a Christmas surprise like that? I doubt it.
1: <laughs> then we, I guess our episode would be talking about the new Bond. So, you know. Oh, that, that would be very fun. <laughs> you can follow Kiss Kiss Bang Bang on Instagram at kkbbpod Pod or send us ice messages <laughs> huh. at kiss kiss bang bang pod at gmail.com you can also follow our personal instagram accounts at wheelagram and at shane came back please do like share rate and review kiss kiss bang bang on your preferred podcasting and social media platforms our graphics are provided by the majestic carl shura and you can follow him on instagram at c a r l s h u r a. kiss kiss bang bang is recorded in toronto On the traditional territory of many nations including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinabeg, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee and the Wendat peoples. We acknowledge that we are settlers on unceded territory. Of course we end every episode with a great piece of Bond-related music and Shane, It's the Christmas tree song, right? We're ending with a Christmas tree song?
0: You know, I I seriously, seriously considered that. (laughs) Uh, But I couldn't do that to myself, let alone you or our listeners. What I've chosen, it's a song we've covered before. It's a song we've talked about ad nauseum tonight uh, and before. Uh, we, we heard it with the Papini sisters, but this is my personal favorite cover of an absolute classic, one of the ultimate Bond songs. It captures, I think, the sentimentality of the 69 original, but with that poppy, ethereal, synthy sound of the 90s. It's my bloody Valentine's we have all the time in the world. I remember hearing this at work on our, like, our work playlist, and thinking, my god, I can't believe someone else in the world knows that this exists.
1: I mean, it's such a beautiful song.
0: Like, anyone could sing it, is the thing, and make it sound amazing, but I I just love this version. You
1: know, until I heard that awful country music cover of Fast Car, I thought it there were songs that you just can't ruin now I think any song can be ruined maybe just (laughs) being sung by a redneck but (laughs) this song has not been ruined Uh, no I I don't know what else to say about this song other than it's
0: perfect Uh, and I don't know what else to say about this show other than thanks for listening and until next time Merry
1: Christmas 007 and kiss kiss bang bang